So if you guys are just joining us and you're listening to this on the podcast later, we can be reached on all kinds of social media, but we're primarily active on two, and that is Twitter. You can check out Nicole on Twitter at Ellison underscore 712, and you can check out my channel at LoveShackYT. Of course, you can also follow the podcast account that we both kind of tweet from on occasion for updates and other things in the world of gaming, and that is at UNCH Podcast. So UNCH Podcast on Twitter, also Uncharted Horizons Podcast on TikTok. We do post clips of the show. They've been doing a little better than I anticipated, so I'm probably going to try to ramp up a little bit there and post a few more things, you know, from previous shows and episodes and stuff um, on there. And, yeah, it looks like Twitter's going to be sticking around probably, so I don't know what the the people talked about Hive last week. I don't have a Hive account yet. We'll give it some time. Um, But I think Twitter for now will be the safest place uh, to find us. And, of course, you can check out uh, Nicole's personal Twitch channel with the same username as and then my Twitch uh, YouTube channel as well. So, yeah, that's I'll get that eventually. Uh, I feel like I just have trouble with that intro for some reason. Nicole, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. How was yours? Honestly, it was pretty fun. I took, what, three days off of work, so it was like a five-day break. Um, It was kind of nice. It's been rough this week for motivation purposes just because it was sort of like you slip into that, like, pre-holiday, pre-Christmas thing where you're, like, getting in the spirit of things and obviously, um, you know, then you go ahead and go, but got to go back to work and it's like, oh, well, this sucks. Um, But Thanksgiving itself was fun. Black Friday, I didn't really do too much. I'm trying to really save for Christmas, but I did, obviously – pick up Sonic Frontiers like I talked about last week so I bought Sonic Frontiers which um I have to say um, I'm gonna save my full thoughts for just a little bit because I we're gonna talk about it a bit more in detail but I'm very much enjoying that game it is tremendous um it is quite fun and I highly highly recommend it to people if you're a fan of Sonic did you see that they have a DLC lineup I did yeah I, I tweeted that earlier today actually and uh I retweeted it earlier today. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm about halfway done. I'm about 12 hours in. I've completed half of the... There's this five islands. I'm about 2.5. I'm, I'm halfway through the third island right now. Um, but I'll I'll dive into that a little bit later because like I do have some thoughts and I think it's really cool. Um, I also bought a few Christmas presents for friends or, or using the Black Friday sort of sales and deals and stuff like that going on. Um, so I'm pretty pretty excited about that. And obviously going to be doing more Christmas shopping in the coming weeks, so maybe we'll get some uh, some upcoming sales. But if you guys listening to it or whatever bought anything over Black Friday, even if it was games we talked about last week and stuff, definitely let us know. Tweet at us or you know let us know in posts. I'm curious if people ended up finding some good deals, maybe things that we missed. Did you buy anything? I bought Persona again. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because you liked the first copy so much. I did. You know, no, I feel like a game like that. I need my options. I gotta be able to play on the go. I might start it this week, actually, because I'm traveling tomorrow, um, and I'll have downtime on the plane and such, so dip my toe into Persona for the first time. Hey, it's a great game, and we can definitely, uh, we'll have to add, like, a Persona minute to the show so you can give us updates on where you're at in the story. I think the game's been out long enough now where we could probably talk about that spoiler-free, so. um, Yeah, I figured next week, because I'll be back on time for our Wednesday show, um, and that's the day before, oh wait, what's Wednesday next week? Uh, that'll be the 6th, right? Oh, are you sure? Well, today's the 30th, and I don't think November has the 31st, so. I'm pretty sure next Wednesday is the 7th. Okay. Wait, you're right. How? Yeah, it's the How? 7th. How? Wait, um, how does it make yeah, sense? I can't, I can't do <laughs> Wednesday what? show. I can do Tuesday, though, if we end up moving it. We'll figure it out. We can reschedule but it, if we yeah. do a show before the 8th, then I'm assuming our next show will be Game Awards. Yeah, I, center, think, I think. Since that's, like, the day or two before. Yeah, I know I had asked you if you were interested in the idea of doing a, a live react to the Game Awards show, and I know you said that may not be a, an option because you have a tradition with friends or whatever. Um, yeah. But I was thinking about maybe going live on the channel regardless if people wanted to just hang out and watch and react to the Game Awards for, like, a bit of bonus mm-hmm. content. So maybe yeah, we'll I mean, do that if, if people are interested. And but... You could pop in, and then we'll see what's going on. Bro, it's seven days from today, so it's the seventh. Yeah, but why did I feel like it was the sixth for some reason? That in my brain is just like... Because normally, if it's the thirty-first of the month, it goes it's to thirtieth of the month. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Oh God, Ugh. it's been a long day. Um, we can just, yeah. I mean, it's easily confusable. Um, yeah. All right. So next week we'll figure it out. We can do a different day or what have you. When do you get back from your trip? I get back Monday. Oh, okay. But you have okay. Gotcha. All right. So we'll figure it out. I think we talked about this already, but. Uh, we game awards topic and then of course we're gonna have you know a christmas 
Christmas movies has to be a topic. Christmas movies has to be like a thing. I started point. watching the new Santa Claus series, so really, I, I actually want to check that, that out. Too. Maybe I can I can watch that if it's not too bad. I I'm actually really interested in Wednesday, which is the the show, also the Adam Sandler show, good. and I, it looks awesome. And I like that it looks like, and Adam, maybe it's just a trailer, but it looks like it's a little bit more of a darker twist than just like the kind of pure kind of like comedic type that the show typically was going for. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, my girlfriend and I were supposed to watch it together, and then she started it and watched, like, the first four episodes without Biggest me. Biggest so. betrayal. Yeah, you know, she was like, I was bored, and I watched just one episode and then ended up watching four, and I don't know what happened. And I was like, if the roles were reversed. But, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up, and I'm gonna watch the rest, and she's gonna have to watch it on her own, I think. Um, but I'm very uh, excited about it. It does look really good, and I've heard nothing but good things about it, so, um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be one. I might start, what's it, ten episodes? Eight episodes? uh it's around there but they're okay. not they're not too long that's i good. watched it in a few days that's fair all right yeah that that's one i'd like to watch um and get into so nicole before we sort of like jump into our topics do you happen to have any opening thoughts anything you want to tell us about any recent purchases any recent like things you might have done <laughs> that you feel like would be worth sharing with the audience all right go ahead yeah there's this trend on twitter right now where people are posting like these ai generated images of themselves so naturally i was like yeah, I want to do that. I want to. I want to check that out. So I downloaded the app, um, and you have to pick like ten photos of yourself so that the AI knows what your face looks like, and then it just makes like random images that have your face on them, like not not your body type, just your face. So like these things get wild. They have like an anime category and such. Um, you do need to pay for it, which they don't tell you up front. But I I picked my photos and it was like oh three ninety nine. I was like, all right, like I love gimmicks. I'll do it. Out of 50 photos, three look like me, which could be my fault. Maybe I picked bad photos, but I don't think I did. And yeah, the, some some of these are just like wild. I'll try to I'll try to show one. I was gonna say, where can we see them? Because I just checked Twitter and I don't see them. I have either. I have not posted them yet, but like this one's so bad, it doesn't I does not really look like me. This is in the anime category, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you kind of look like uh, like a League of Legends character there a little bit. Yeah, that's what they were going for. So I'll post the ones that do look like me when we're done. But just like some of them, the the beginning ones, don't know who it is. Does not look like me. The app was like, here's what you would look like if you were a model. But you don't look like this. So look at the rest of these. The ones that looked like me the most were in like a fantasy category. So I have like a, I don't know, I look like Jesus in one of these photos. I'll post them later. Um, so yeah, if you fall for the gimmick, make sure you have really good pictures of your face because you don't know what they're going to look like until you pay for them. They should have done like watermark photos or something. So that way you have an idea if it's even going to work before you spend money on it. I almost went back and uploaded new photos, um, but they make you pay again. So I think yeah, I should that, do- that's, that's what I was doing before. You should do it though. It honestly, I, I don't have a lot of good pictures at all. Um, and they, I, they said I, different angles. Like the only requirement is that it's just you and them, and they'll yeah. figure it out. Um, I feel like if I did it again, they'd come out better because I like went for fo- like selfies I took that didn't have filters or like super edited so that it looked more like me. But <laughs> well, most of my good photos, and by good I mean like photos that I don't absolutely hate, uh, either are with me or I had one or two that were like with a with an ex that I used to have. Yeah, that just I crop liked. them. Well, what I one. did was I had I, I had cropped her out and replaced her with like a cardboard cutout of Nicolas Cage. Um, so it was like a giant inflatable, not inflatable, but I basically just like took Nick Cage's head and covered every part of her that was in the picture and then just had it so my hand was around his head. Um, you know, nice photo and all, but I just don't know whether or not, um, that would qualify because someone else is in it. So thanks so much for the sub, uh, the Glow Kage. Thanks for that. Uh, May said, I take many bad picks just to get one good one. I mean, I feel like that's a thing, right? I don't like to take pictures of myself. I just, I don't. I feel like just doesn't work out, um, you know, very rarely, or if I'm in a costume or something, it's fine. But generally speaking, I just don't think I'm very photogenic. You know, I look like Grimace in most pictures and I'm just worried that if I paid the AI and it made me, you know, like the McDonald's Grimace guy, I just, I don't know how would not, it would not do that. It has like a very generic feel. It has like, I feel like, I don't know. Taking some of the people I saw post them. I saw two different people not affiliated with each other. They came out so cool. I was like, wow. Really? It's like, I want those, and then, yeah, <laughs> disappointed. I, well, I hope people don't compare themselves too much to their AI-generated images is all I can say. We live in a culture where people put too much emphasis on uh, their image. So you're, you're beautiful just the way you are, and that's not to you. That's just to everybody. 
Um, especially Isaac, but he's not here right now. He's probably at an Andrew Tate seminar. Um, so what we're what we're <laughs> what we're looking at here. Uh, Nelson said, a lot of times you don't remember the silly moments, and even a bad picture of people you care about is better than none. No, that's totally true. And honestly, I think that, um, I mean, I have a few. Like, I love my Halloween suit pictures, or, like, the pumpkin head ones, and I've taken some good ones. But generally speaking, like, lighting is important, and, and everything else um, is just important there. But So, yeah, Nicole, post those pictures at some point. I'll retweet them yeah. on your podcast Twitter account so that we can see uh, how, how much they kind of captured your... Uh, your AI spirit. So I have a thought. Uh, this is a very true story, and I read this article last night, and I honestly assumed it was an onion piece, but it isn't. Um, and this is not video game related or podcast related even, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, and the article says, Florida woman sues after claiming Velveeta shells and cheese take longer than the three and a half minutes it's advertised to prepare. So uh, what that means is this woman is basically on the Velveeta box, it does say on the back, ready in about three and a half minutes. And she is suing, and of course she's from Florida, um, and she is stating that it is sold at a, quote, premium price of $10.99 before tax for two uh, for eight cups, so like a pack of eight cups, and that she feels like it is much higher than similar products that are not, that are like basically take as long as they advertise, but are not misleading. So she's suing for... Uh, a significant amount of money, I believe, um, and basically the class action lawsuit that she has started states that the product should be ready to eat in three and a half minutes, and because it is not, she is entitled to damages and compensation. Um, I have to say that this is one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard in my entire life, and the fact that it is a $5 million lawsuit that they are seeking from Kraft and I don't I, – I think most big businesses suck, right? Like I'm not pro-corporation. But how in the hell are people that dumb? Are we that desperate for money at this point that we are suing because the package says three and a half minutes and it takes her a few minutes longer to make this pasta? Like I just – I read this and I said this is – this reminds me – I mean there's been frivolous lawsuits in the past, right? Like there was a guy that sued because – Barilla had a label that said it was Italy's number one brand of pasta and the people were claiming that it's not Italy's number one brand of pasta and like whatever like at least there's something there but I just I don't know I just I read this and it genuinely was like one of those things where I was just like what the fuck like how stupid are you how well, it's like the lady that got burned by McDonald's coffee and then she made them put caution hot on everything but it wasn't there before she said something so it just takes one person right and she got significant burn damage and also won compensation. But I don't know what this woman is suing for. I Like, I don't understand. The box... I don't know how they could prove that it's not the cooking utensils. But, or but, their microwave. But they... It's but literally a, a... She's speaking about the Velveeta Easy Cups, like the Easy Max. Yeah. So you take the lid off, you fill it to the water line, you stir it up, and then you put it in the microwave for three and a half minutes. That's how long it takes to prepare. I mean, there's not a lot that goes into ripping the cover off the lid and like. That's you know, what I mean. Like, what around. if it's her microwave that's not working adequately? Because I don't, I don't like Velveeta, but I've done the mac and cheese cups, and that's enough time. <laughs> it doesn't taste the same as mac and cheese from a box, but you know it's and, cooked. And even if it's not enough time, let's say it takes her four minutes because it takes her thirty seconds to get the thing open and put the water in it, like. Come on. Like, obviously, ready in three and a half minutes means, like, you can put it in the microwave for three and a half minutes and, like, minute rice. You still have to open the thing and I drain get, it. Yeah, I mean, I get where she's coming from. It's ridiculous, but the word ready makes it seem, like, ready to eat. I mean, it could be ready to eat in three and a half minutes, technically, because it's already cooked, so you warm it up in three and a half minutes. Even if it's not done done, you can still eat it. Like, I don't know. And, and also, so this woman has suffered $5 million in damages from this, this great indifference on her life because it but took her more she time was running to behind one day and it just <laughs> she lost her job because of it <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i read this article and i honestly thought it was an onion article like i thought it was well, a joke but it's the article starts with florida man or florida woman florida like, woman you know what you're, you're strapping in for i just i don't know i i'm gonna i'm gonna try myself to make a cup of this velveeta mac and cheese at some point and time how long it takes because it's kind of insane uh glukage said the mcdonald's lady actually had severe third degree burns they which just is much harder than actually <laughs> that's true actually, Actu 
Frivolously. The frivolous lawsuit thing was just a smear campaign by McDonald's. It was extremely successful. So I do know that the McDonald's lady uh, was, she did eventually get compensation. And I think that's good. She did suffer significant burns and McDonald's was trying to get out of it. So good things came out of that. But I, I think the amount of money that that woman was also asking initially was in the like hundred million dollar range or something like that, which I just. Yeah, but you know how many times I burn myself on something and I don't go, oh, it was their fault. <laughs> no, but <laughs> with the. Fault, but, usually. <laughs> but with the coffee though, think about it. You're handing it to an older woman through the drive drive-through window and it's sort of like in the transition of handing it over i don't know if they dropped it or if the, i think the lid was loose or something and it just spilled and she suffered really bad burns so i get that because burn third degree burns are more damning than you needing to spend 20 extra seconds to microwave some mac yeah, and cheese is what i'm saying sense. so i just i felt like i felt like this story just i needed to just say my piece that i think the world is soft um and i think people are stupid that's that's what I think because uh, nice. five, you are not entitled to five million dollars compensation because it took you four minutes to microwave some Easy Mac. I'm sorry, I just I don't feel that way. Um, no. You know, if you that wouldn't that wouldn't pass in court usually anyway. Like, no, I mean it's agree on compensation. Yeah, what's the compensation like? The compensation should be a cooked pot of the pasta. That's what I think. Like, or I, I just I I it's so stupid. Um, anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I read that article last night and it gave me a good laugh. And I was like, of all the things that we deal with in this world, this woman is choosing to spend her time complaining about fucking Velveeta mac and cheese. So I don't know. Three and a half minutes. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to, I'll have to try and make some and, uh, and, uh, and see what happens. I do not like Velveeta. I like Velveeta. I don't like it more than Kraft. And I think we can both agree that shapes are the best, like Kraft shapes. Like that's, the, that's. No, the squiggles. Okay, but any not, I'm talking yeah, so the squiggles Wiggle are pretty shapes, good. Regular. Like the the ones that are sort of like an unfolded slinky you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, they're, okay. I like those or the SpongeBob ones. Good. The SpongeBob ones are pretty good or like any for the frozen shape ones. But I I've had silly debates with friends over the years about like the difference between shaped and non-shapes and shapes are just better than the regular ones 10 out of 10 times, I think. It's just it's pretty much Kind of facts at this point. Um, uh, Guardians is Guardians Holiday necessary to catch up on the MCU stuff? Uh, I do not believe that it is. But no, but there's a thing at the end that you do need to know for going forward. I would say. Yeah, there is a thing at the end that I saw, and if I think we're talking about the same thing, it posed a question, and I'm curious about it. So we'll get to it in just a minute here, because um, we're going to jump into the actual topics. Unless Nicole has any other thoughts nope. or anything else. Ready, Freddy. So. My last quick note then, um, we did run the poll last week for Thanksgiving um, and the Thanksgiving draft I across multiple platforms, and I do think Nicole won, although this one was a little bit closer than the previous ones. So she did win, so congratulations. Oh, I, I will I will maintain. This is my you, crown. I like it. I'll I'll win it next time because we've got to do a Christmas one when that comes when that comes up in a couple weeks. But um do like best Christmas. I don't know. Ham? Best something. Assortment. No. Best, well, I like, think stocking stuffers are best. Stocking stuffers is a good one, too. Or actually. just like best Christmas things in general. Like we could say like Christmas lights or oh, okay. true. building a snowman. Like that bullshit. That's true. I think when we do the Christmas movies episode, we need to do the candy thing again that we did with Halloween where we get like Christmas candies and stuff. Um, but I think it might be fun because we're going to do a gift exchange anyway and open our gifts like live on air to buy candy for each other. And then swap it uh, when we do the gift. I feel bad making you eat candy. candy that you like shouldn't eat. <laughs> no, I mean limited doses is fine. Um, I'm, I'm, I do have like I love I fucking love gimmicks. You'll learn this about me. Mm -hmm. Like if they could slap a fucking Christmas label on a candy that's existed for years, and I'll be like, I have to try it, yeah. even though it's exactly the same. But no, they actually do like uh, Sour Patch Kids. They do coal every year. It's like mm -hmm. little black lumps of coal, and it's like blackberry or something. So like, there's a lot of candy like that that makes me very excited. Bro, I'm literally have never related to you more. I get roasted by my friends because I literally will buy like Christmas Crunch, even though it's literally just Captain Crunch, but with a Christmas tree on it. Or like, yep. I bought a Santa Twix the other day because it, it was a Santa. It was more money than the regular Twix. So I was like, <laughs> well, it's a Santa Twix though. It might taste different. I am an absolute sucker for gimmicks with holidays just because I, I like the holidays. Gimmicks. I like like i have all the i bought um <laughs> there's like tostitos but it's like christmas tree shaped tostitos and then there's like yeah, um see? there's like it's it's really cringy in in retrospect but i don't care at all i just i for some reason i'm just like i don't know i get into the holiday i like the the gimmicky stuff like go ahead slap christmas on something and charge me an extra 50 cents and i'm happy to pay you for it because it's it's christmas crunch it's not regular crunch it's yeah i like making time. um rice krispie treats but they sell christmas rice krispie treats around yep. here we have like the regular color then like red and green 
Yeah, so I I feel you. I love I love gimmicks. Doesn't really matter what it is. I I'll, you give me like a Christmas latte and it's the same thing, but the the whipped cream is red because they put dye in it. Fuck, I'll pay four fifty <laughs> for it. I don't care. It's yes. a Christmas fucking latte, dude. It's 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 joy in a cup. I'm the same with Halloween. Like I ho- like. Dude, holiday Oreos are so much better than regular Oreos. Like the okay, the, no, the Christmas holiday Oreos are actually better. They somehow. are, but people don't. Uh, no one understands no, the that. The cream is different. It, it is because it's red and it's just a little bit thicker. But every, you say that in a public forum of people, and the whole world Listen, loses their mind. That red forty, the chemical. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just know that holiday Oreos are better than regular Oreos. That's that's just a fact. It's just. It's just a Christmas fact. I'm sorry. I don't really have anything else to tell you. So, yeah, if any Christmas gimmick brands want to sponsor us to try your stuff, you know, live on the air, I'm happy to do so. Just give us a call. Um, and, um, yeah, you don't even have to pay us. I'll just I'll just try your Christmas stuff and say it tastes better because it's in the shape of an ornament. So, anyway. True. Trolley has, like, sour gummy worms, but you can get, like, sour Christmas mix, and it's, like, ornaments and little things. And nerds rope Christmas. I mean, there's a billion things. I um, Anyway, we're going to move on, though, because um, it's probably going to be a little bit shorter of a show tonight. We're going to rapid fire some topics here and just kind of go through. So, uh, May said, someone please dress as the Grinch. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, there's a Grinch horror movie coming out soon, which I know uh, is very interesting. So, uh, it looks corny but in a good way all right god of war ragnarok came out a couple weeks ago we did a big show about it it was our best performing show by far um i have not played it and probably will not for a while uh, nicole has finished it and she has some thoughts mm. so i guess i'll just give you a prompt on which to start overall sure. what were your thoughts on the game um fantastic game of the year material hands down i still think it, it's it's like a very tight race between that and elden ring even like the player's choice poll that's up which is 100 percent fan voted they're tied um, so I could still see either winning for me. It's like, no question. Definitely God of War for my game of the year. Um, I personally preferred this one over 2018. Uh, they're very, very similar. So it's not like you're not going to like one if you, or you're not going to like this if you didn't like 2018. I, there's just a lot of things they've did in this one that appeal to me as a gamer. Like things I wanted to see happen, happened and different mechanics and such. Um, and yeah, they they fucking hit all the story notes. Nothing fell short. Nothing was like, oh, that was kind of like, that was expected. That was cheesy. Like it was just just so good, such such a good game. I rolled. I think I ended credits around like thirty two, thirty three hours, and that's with doing everything that I well to the most point. So like when you finish a main story mission, they'll be like, oh, there's some side stuff if you want to do that before you continue. So anytime something like that came up, I'd go do it. Um, but there was still other stuff I could have like went out of my way to go do and I haven't done that I'm doing cleanup now but um, like thoroughly exploring everything and just doing all the side stuff that popped up um, so yeah I, I finished like under 35 hours which is what I saw expected for most people um, and I am going for the platinum it's actually not that bad if you remember from 2018 you had to find Odin's ravens there are in this game but they're not nearly as hard and I don't think it's one of the trophy requirements I looked I looked at the trophies quick so um yeah the trophies aren't aren't that bad but yeah overall really great game like I just I can't wait for more people to play it so I can start posting screenshots cuz even though there's no photo mode in this game it's like fucking stunning still uh, I removed like the fucking navigation map so that way I could get like better photos yeah just just a great game are they planning on adding any, you know, updates to that with the photo mode or anything in the future? Or yeah. is it pretty much what's there is what you No, get? yeah, photo mode's coming. They must have just not been able to finish it by the end just because with photo mode, you can really look at look at a game. So if there's things that, like, they weren't confident on people being able to, like, fucking freeze frame and, like, zoom in on, I could see that being a problem. I don't know if that's why. Um, but, yeah, the game looked fantastic for, like, what they had. Um, but no, yeah, it's definitely coming in an update, and I don't think they've definitely de- definitively said, like, no DLC or anything. Um, I could definitely see the game having DLC, and I definitely could also see them doing, like, a second game off of this. Even though I know they said that they're done with the Norse saga, I feel like that's kind of vague. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see something else coming from, like, the God of War title in the future. Okay, and so my my other thoughts is with the way it ended. Um, do you feel like 
it's setting up, you know, a possibility for the series to continue? Do you feel like it ended it in a pretty concrete fashion? Um, and if so, would you, like, be open to another game, or do you kind of feel like it, it ended on a note that would be, like, good to cap it there sort of thing, if that makes sense? I literally just said before you asked me that I think that they could do a sequel. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm not saying a sequel so much. Sorry, I probably should have better phrased that. What I mean is there's – I've seen some rumors and talks that it could be, like, Egyptian – uh, like um, mythology or Chinese mythology or a different type of thing. So I, w- w- sort of playing off of what you said, what I mean is like, do you think it was set up that there's going to be a be direct sequel cool. or like basically another story? Maybe you maybe you play mm-hmm. as Atreus or something for the most of it as he kind of comes into his own as you go into like you know ancient Egypt or something. You know, that's sort of what I meant. Yeah, I think with where they left off now without spoiling things, I could see them doing a like a Miles Morales type game where it's like a shorter but still complete experience off of um something or someone from Ragnarok. But then also, yeah, like they said, they said they're done with the Norse saga, which I still think is very vague. The one of the creators said, it. I think it was like Cory Barlog, which is like the main God of War guy. Um, I could be wrong, don't quote me on that. But yeah, I mean, doing another mythos would be really cool if that's what they meant by done with the Norse saga, but, um, you know, if they're just taking suggestions, we could just fucking jump into Christianity. I would love to throw hands with Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I should clip that. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not, it's not an original thought. I saw someone say it online, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, Kratos just fucking throwing hands with Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, that would <laughs> like be kind of interesting. like taking down Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, right? Um, and honestly, speaking of which, this show is brought to you by Talking Jesus Doll. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think it'd be really interesting uh, to see them go in a different direction just because, like, the other God of War games, I mean, the mythology that they explored here and there are similar enough in in tone where, like, seeing a drastic shift like Egyptians or something um, would just be really, really Yeah, you would think that Kratos couldn't have gone from his Greek roots and just, like, fucking pop up in Norse <laughs> in Norse lands and Nor- Norse realms, but he does, so I feel like it's uh, not really off the table for them to go anywhere with the with the series with anyone. Absolutely. And, uh, well, I'm glad you really liked it. Um, like I said, I haven't played it. I do know what happens, because it's gonna be a long time before I get a chance to really play, I think, so I wanted to, like, at least kind of see where things went, and my roommate just finished it. He liked it a lot. He had a lot of good things to say uh, about it, and I know he's obviously excited moving on to um, some other stuff, so yeah, um, I think as a whole, it's uh, it's going to be a good sort of experience for everyone that plays it if you like the God of War games. I did enjoy it immensely, the first one, but I just, it doesn't feel like a rush for me, but I'm really glad that everyone, uh, I'm really glad that everyone liked it, so that is, uh, that is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on the game you want to add in there? No, I think that's it. I definitely, yeah, if you have the opportunity to play it, play it. I heard it runs pretty well on the PlayStation 4 as well, which is, like, a feat in itself that they did that. But, um, yeah, definitely definitely play that game if you get your hands on it. All right. So, um, God of War Ragnarok, definitely. Sadly, it wasn't on sale or anything for Black Friday, which I didn't expect it to be, obviously. But, you know, sometimes it does happen. Um, So, moving on to Sonic Frontiers, which um, I talked about a little bit. And when this game was initially released, you guys may recall, we talked about it on the show a little. And I was, like, very underwhelmed because it looked bad. Like, the trailer they released looked bad. The footage looked visibly bad. It didn't look like there was a lot going on there. Um, and then, you know, you see they kind of released some more footage, they kind of shifted it up a little bit, and then started to come out some, you know, stuff that it might actually be a little bit better than people were giving it credit for. And what really inspired me to get the game in general is I actually watched a completionist video, and he talked about it, how he played it, and really enjoyed it, and I was like, oh, like, it seems like the reception to this is a lot better than I thought, um, and so, you know, people are going to maybe have more to say, maybe they're gonna like it. So I bought it, obviously, on Black Friday. $21 total is what I ended up paying for it. I I mean, at that price, I feel like you'd be silly not to get it if it was a game that even had any remote interest. Um, so the story in Sonic games is not the most prevalent part of a Sonic game. However, I will say, from what I've experienced so far, the story in this is at least decent. Um, it does kind of give the characters a bit more depth and sort of flesh things out. And for people that do care about the story, I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's interesting enough to keep things moving along. It's open world, so there's five worlds total, and it, it plays very much like, um, you know, like your 
Breath of the Wild type in terms of exploring the open world. There's a bunch of things. Not everything is mandatory. There are side quest options. There's like different things you collect. You collect like strength berries and defense berries and different things that you can give to like level up and boost up your stats. So there's there's skills sort of like God of War and a lot of other games in this sort of genre have where you can get skill points and level up your skills to get different combos and attacks. And then there's also like in-game stuff. You can like do fishing to get items that you can collect that you can trade in for power-ups, things like fast travel and whatnot. And then there's a lot of, like, optional bosses on some of the maps that have different levels of challenge. Like, there's a one boss that comes to mind that's, like, a sumo. He's, like, a giant robot thing. And when you go to fight him, you get locked in, like, an electric fence type thing. And, as, you know, you ha the only way to beat him is to knock him into the electric fence, and then you can damage him while he's rattled. So it takes a couple rounds of that. But as Sonic, you can kind of, like blast into the fence and like charge up and then go all around and like do a bit like zoom combo attacks and hit him and stuff so it's really cool that like the mini boss fights which are kind of optional but also worth doing at least once because they give you like good rewards um are kind of engaging but the actual boss fights in this game have been some of the coolest boss fights i have seen in a game in general in the past decade um, I don't think that's too hot of a take. I'm going to show you guys a 30-second clip right now. It's non-spoiler for context, but because it doesn't, you don't get anything by watching it. But I'm going to show you guys just a brief clip to tell you, what, just to sort of try to document why I think these boss fights are insanely cool. So here's a clip for you. Alright, so just a quick kind of clip there just to give you an example of what the boss fights look like and the soundtrack is un unparalleled. It is insanely hype. You feel like you're actually kind of fighting. Like, like you're f it, it, the game doesn't always feel like an epic, quote-unquote, because a lot of it is still, you know, Sonic tropes, grinding, doing all those different things, but the boss fights just feel like they, they take you to a whole different level where it just feels like you're like, you're in the moment, they're very grandiose in scale, and you can kind of see where, like, where a lot of the focus definitely went into these fights, because there's only five in the game total, and the music, the atmosphere, the actual fights themselves, like, are just really fun and engaging, and you feel very rewarded, kind of, when you beat one, um, and they're not super easy either, which is nice, because, like, there is the easy game mode, and there are those options, but typically what easy does in this game is reduces the amount of time that each, that you have for each fight, versus, like, you know, more difficulty, less difficulty, whatever. Uh, but I just think overall, uh, the game has really exceeded my expectations. I, I wasn't excited for it, and after getting a chance to sit and play it, I just think it's it's really fun. It's a good time. It's It's got a bit of a an, an epic feel in terms of, like, the scope and the graphics. I would absolutely recommend playing this on, on current gen or next gen, whatever you want to call it at this point. Um, I've been playing it on an Xbox Series S, but my dad has it on PS5, and I've seen it. It, looks, it just looks great. Um, and it's not to say the game isn't without its flaws. Like, it does have a popping issue, I guess you would call it, where certain elements of the landscape don't really show up until you get within close enough view of them, and then they kind of pop. And a lot of that is because there's rails and bumpers and stuff positioned all throughout the map, so it's like you can interact with so many things. Um, so there's definitely a lot of stuff that I think you can criticize about the game, and rightfully so. But I think it, it's Sonic Team's best effort in years i don't i don't even i can't think of another like uh, i can't think of a 3d sonic game that would even hold a candle to this um but obviously like you know the 2d some of the genesis originals and stuff are, are really good in their own right i'm having a blast playing it i can't wait to get back to playing uh, there's a lot to do it's not super long and you can kind of explore at your own pace but i would absolutely recommend giving this game a chance um it's not perfect but it's really fun and at the end of the day i think even if a game isn't like perfectly crafted if you have a good time playing it and you have fun then that's really like the most important thing with gaming so i would give sonic frontiers up to this point being about 12 13 hours in i would probably give it a an 8 out of 10 um and would kind of you know reserve the right to change my mind if things go drastically downhill or drastically uphill i guess but yeah, I, I definitely recommend it if you can get it at a relatively affordable price. I, I wouldn't pay 60 for it right now because I think it's going to go on sale again um, and likely will. But if you're looking for something to play and you can get this at a good price, it's, got, it's definitely got my seal of approval. I like it a lot.
Man, it seems like they're not done updating it either. They announced today that they have a 2023 content roadmap. Um, what, yeah. If anyone's interested in that, yeah, they have a, their first update. You're going to get Jukebox, which just looks like Sonic Dancing. I don't really know what's going on with that. Photo mode, new challenges, update two, it's Sonic's birthday, open zone challenges, new Coco. They look like little, little cute little guys. And then update three is playable characters and new story. And they have a photo of Tails, Knuckles, and Amy and some weird evil looking protagonist or antagonist person. Um, so that's cool. They're not giving up on that game either. So it's not like they're just released in fucking wash, wash their hands of it. They're still uh, supporting the game for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I was excited when I saw that. And honestly, I don't know what exactly it's going to mean to me yet because I haven't finished the game. So in terms of like bonus story content and stuff, I... I guess I'll reserve judgment for, like, how... Because, again, it's Sonic. Like, no one's playing Sonic necessarily for the story as a whole. But the story is good. And without spoiling anything again, like, significantly, it's, you know, a game that's geared towards younger kids or at least that wants to be inclusive of, of kids and stuff, it has some surprisingly heavy undertones in sort of what its main premise is about um with it's it's about like death and accepting death and light like there's a lot of like stuff that you wouldn't necessarily expect in a game like that but they do it in a way that doesn't feel like it's like super heavy-handed like sonic so sonic 06 which is like notoriously terrible like the story where sonic falls in love with the princess and all this stuff like that's not what this game is trying to do but what it does do really well is sort of it has cute little Easter egg references to a lot of older Sonic games, which is the first time this has ever been done, because normally every Sonic game is self-contained. There's no real, like, lore necessarily, unless you, like, watch the shows or the comics. Like, obviously, there's a lot of different things going on with Sonic, but this does feel to me so far like a game they could launch off to say, okay, Sega Team may have actually found something that works here, or Sonic Team, sorry, and build on that going forward. So the idea to be able to play as extra, char uh, you know, additional characters seems kind of neat. I don't know in what way they would adapt that so i look forward to it i do know they're also going to add some extra skins and stuff like you can get different skins for sonic different things to play through so yeah the game is playable after you beat it as well because you can still 100 percent each island collect everything beat all the mini bosses unlock everything so there's still stuff to do so i'm happy to see that like that'll be something that you can come back to but yeah it's i have to just i just feel like i was way too harsh on it before it even came out and after playing it i think it's um your work Basically, yeah. Um, it's just a really, really fun game. It's not a me. And, you know, people talk about Scarlet and Violet being, like, you know, graphically messed up, but it's really fun. It's a good game. And, like, at the end of the day, this is a really good Sonic game. And I would argue that it's a slightly above average game in general, if that makes sense. So, like, it's an excellent Sonic game and a pretty good, just open world RPG type game in general, but I think you may find an overlap with fans there, like people who want something to play. So yeah, I like it. I definitely recommend it. I feel like it was a steal at $20, um, obviously, but yeah, if you can play it, play it. And there is, if you get it on Steam, I think there's some mods or things you can install that um, actually fix some of the graphical elements with the landscape. I don't even know how these people have put these things together already, uh, but I was reading something that there's basically something you can install, and it doesn't change anything about the game. It just makes things more, like, like potent, I guess, so you can see them. So, Sonic Frontiers, definitely a big plus. Uh, thumbs up for me so far. I'm going to be going to play it after the show, actually. Um, hopefully finishing up or getting further in the third level. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry if I rambled a little bit there. Uh, just It's been a while since I played a game other than the original God of War recently that I've just gotten into and have had as much fun with as I have. And God of War, I really, really liked the story, but I don't think God of War itself was what I would call like inherently super fun to play through because I found the combat did get a bit redundant. This one is just actually fun to play. So it's kind of nice, and I, I like that about it. So anyway, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special came out this week. Um, we both watched it. We might have some loose spoilers. I, I don't think there's much in this movie that really is going to spoil anything for anybody. I don't think there's anything I could have known going into this movie that, that would have ruined the experience for me. But Nothing's going to like ruin the movie because it's not really that type of yeah movie i would really call it um yeah it's more <laughs> but, of a special yeah. yeah um no there's definitely like minor minor mcu implications towards the end there um and just like overall like where the guardians stand with each other like kind of check in in that respect mm -hmm. um groot is bigger he's adorable he's like 
bigger Groot, but with like baby Groot face still. <laughs> so that he was he was my highlight of the uh, of the show. He actually has antlers like these at one point. He does. And I d- it took me so long to realize he was wearing them, and it just made my day. After I noticed, I just I kept looking at him in the scenes because he was just having a blast celebrating Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, what did you think of the special? Honestly, before I watched it, I was at my dad's the other day. And he, he likes Marvel stuff and all kinds of, like, nerdy stuff. But he watched it. He was like, I was disappointed. I didn't like it. I thought he was just maybe, like, I don't know, doing a joke or whatever. And I watched it yesterday, and I'm like, this is really funny. Like, I laughed a lot the whole time. Like, Drax and Mantis have a phenomenal dynamic with one another. It's it's very funny. There's a lot of wit- witty lines. Kevin Bacon was fantastic. Like, it just, he played himself. Like, that was great. Um, it flew by. I honestly felt like it was a little short. Um, and, and I don't, I didn't want it to be like super long, but I felt like there's one moment in particular and this is a minor spoiler. So I'll just give a second in case anybody wants to mute it for a moment. I felt like there was one moment in particular and it's where Mantis has Kevin Bacon under mind control and he's in the gift box and he comes out and then she frees him from the mind control and he gains his senses and kind of runs away. And then all of a sudden, they don't even show them apprehending him or catching him. He's just in the ship, and they're getting ready to fly back to Earth. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, I'm going to go back and do Christmas. And I'm like, I feel like there was like maybe 10 minutes of story that you could have given us in there that would have showed what happened there. That was my only real complaint was that it felt a little bit rushed. But, I mean, I still thought it was very funny. I enjoyed everything about (laughs) Drax with the elf man and everything and and the, the, the police car scenes. I... I, I liked it. it. It felt like, you know, just a snippet of what makes the Guardians movies so good. And uh, it was a fun little, it was a fun little, um, you know, holiday special. You? Yeah. No, yeah, I liked it too. I don't think it stands in comparison to, like, most of the Marvel movies. Because no. it's just not yeah. that tone. Like, they're not going for a movie that, I mean, I guess you could rewatch it. I personally don't think I'd ever need to unless somebody was like, oh, I haven't seen that. You want to watch it? I'd be like, sure, because it's like a cute holiday thing and it's pretty quick. Um, But no, yeah, like you you can watch that movie once and then you'll be good. But no, it it was good. They uh, they the relationship between Mantis and Drax is hilarious. They're they're great characters, Um, kind of not super relevant to this. But like if you played the Guardians game. Um, I've said before online that I actually like the interpretation of the Guardians in the game better than when we get in the MCU, but, like, the MCU, they have, like, their own charm and, like, their own funny relationships with one another. Um, Mantis is, like, hilarious. She keeps, like, getting better because (laughs) the longer she's with them, the more, like, less... Not, like, she's still weird, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the more she's, like, adjusting and becoming, like, part of their group, which is fun to see. Mm -hmm. Um, You do get some... A kind of a cameo, so I don't really want to spoil it. We've we've seen them before, but they made another appearance here. It's a it's an animal. So they oh cool yeah, yeah yeah. I didn't know <laughs> if I cool. was supposed to recognize that that character. I, so yeah, they're, they're a big part of the Guardians game and like the lore too. And I forget what movie, but we've seen them before. But it was cool that they're back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just 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 a lot of fun. Like Drax and Mantis sending them to Earth are like the best <laughs> options you could have picked to like send two people that have never. <laughs> interacted with like human civilization before and like just dropping them into los angeles hilarious that's pretty much all i'll say about like the plot but yeah um definitely worth your time there's like a very small significant thing about like the mcu going forward that you learn at the very end there sort of piggyback off of that a little bit there's just some really funny interactions with uh drax and um and and mantis that were really funny and it's not like a, a crazy movie or anything else but my computer can't handle the truth, she said. I mean, that may be true. Um, it's just, it's it was really good. I liked it a lot, and I think it was harmless. And, you know, very minor spoiler again. Uh, there's a scene, I'll give you a second, just in case. There's a scene where they give gifts, and Ra- Bucky gets a gift that's like, not Bucky, I'm sorry, Rocket gets a gift that's like Bucky's arm, like his metal arm. And maybe I'm just confused because we've had so many MCU movies lately and, and I don't know what's what, but is there is there symbolance to that that I'm missing out on? Like doesn't Bucky need his arm? Where did that where did that come from? And I I could be an idiot here, and that's fine if that's true. But how did he get the arm <laughs> and where did it come from? Both. So it's both things. He does collect prosthetics. Yeah, like I remember that. We've- 
like like an eye and like a leg or something before. Um, but I think in probably Infinity War when they when they meet, there's like I forget the specific dialogue, but he's like he's like I want that arm. Like it's like a whole thing between them that he wants Bucky's arm. Yeah. So the fact that Nebula got his arm was actually like pretty fucking hilarious because like you said, how the fuck did she do that? And of course you have people online complaining that that doesn't make sense and Bucky wouldn't give Neb like Bucky wouldn't like would fight Nebula like they shouldn't he wouldn't let her take her her um his arm. And James Gunn responded to them and was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. She went, she got it, and it's canon, so deal with it. <laughs> so that'd be a cool little thing to see if they ever did, like, how that transaction went down. Like you said, he does need his arm, but he's he's gotten different arms over the years, so maybe this is an old one. But that was, a, yeah, that was, like, the best gift you could have given Rocket. Um their gifts are really cute and it gets very emotional at the end just like just for like a second you're just yeah. like oh it's a touching moment and it's yeah it, it's really cute um myself yeah, different... as someone who really likes christmas too those types of things are like more meaningful like if you're somebody who likes the holidays and you just like buy into those sappy moments like i don't know i just like that it's harmless it doesn't hurt anybody and it's just a cute little like it's a cute little thing so i liked it sorry mm -hmm. i didn't mean to cut you off i i go ahead no, you're good. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good movie. I love I love holiday things. While we're talking about movies, though, we can really quick tell the audience about how we felt about the Mario trailer. If you since you got to watch it a day late, but... I watched it last night actually when you oh, tweeted yeah. something about it. But because uh, I I saw that it was posted and I went ahead and watched it, dude. So I, fucking it, cool. it looks so cool. Like I don't even care that it's like clearly pandering like to the fans. Like it's fan service ish, showing all that stuff. It, we're, we're seeing these games that we grew up with, like, animated on the big screen in, like, stunning quality, like the, the Mario mm. Kart thing with the racetracks and all the blocks and stuff. I think it looks awesome. I'm I'm kind of pumped. And Peach looks like she has a weapon or, like, she oh, fights. Oh, Peach is a bad bitch, you know? I was and like, she, what? Always, she hasn't always just been, like, she has been the damsel in distress, but she has her own game and stuff, too. So, like, it's completely on brand for her to, like, also be part of whatever's going on. <laughs> I, defeating Bowser because you know she's she's not gonna uh, stand around for that. But no, yeah, we got to hear more of the cast. Like Charlie Day is Luigi, hilarious. <laughs> is it the best pick? I don't know, but like I fucking love that it's him. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy is Peach. She sounded great. Like that really fit. Toad's a little funny. Toad's like one of my favorites. Like I'll pick Toad for like more, uh, mini games and like stuff when you have to figure a character. Um, uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt. <laughs> It, it's it's better by the time the trailer was done i wasn't even like focusing on his voice anymore because it just like kind of made sense with what was happening and his little wahoo at the end like wasn't bad i saw a lot of people like shitting on the wahoo i'm like that was the one good thing that sounded like, that was the only thing that sounded good in the trailer i don't know what you mean by that really sad we didn't hear to get to hear seth rogan's donkey kong but like i just know it's gonna be great when we do um but yeah a lot of cool references we got rainbow road um uh, people were saying that it was like because Donkey Kong was like Mario's first rival that that was like their battle in the Coliseum, but it's also like a Smash Bros. stage. Um, yeah, we got to see like traditional Mario platforming. We got to see like Fire Peach, the Tanuki suit, Yoshi's. Like it just seems so cool. Like you said, they're gonna. It's gonna be like I put it on Twitter. It's like a love letter to fans, but like Illumination's a great studio. Like they're great animators because they've done the Despicable Me movies, just for an example of what they've done. Way too many. Of them. Um, yeah, and, like, these days, video game movies are hit or miss. Um, you can be up there with the greats with, like, Detective Pikachu and the Sonic movies, and I think it's pop this movie's probably going to join those. Um, not so much for, like, Sony and what they do with their video game <laughs> superhero characters. So there's definitely, like, a good standard of animated, like, kids' video game movies, and I think this will probably be one of the good ones. It's definitely gonna be an opening night watch for me and i'm not even like a diehard mario person it just looks like so much fun it does and i'm very excited about it personally just to see how it all comes together and honestly i just think it's just gonna be fun like illuminations i like sing sings an illumination movie too i thought sing was a so good, good. Movie. it doesn't so get the good. respect that it deserves for whatever reason because it came i out love the musicals time. like having songs in there just yeah. like it's great it was the the scene in sing where he's singing the elton john song on the piano and the dad breaks that's my son and he's like like that was a fun movie i went yeah i liked it a lot and zootopia is probably my second favorite disney movie so i'm not 
anti-Zootopia. Like, I know people were like, wow, they basically ripped off Zootopia. I'm like, no, they're, they're, t- you, you, they're just see, you just see animals in both and your tiny brain. Yeah, just brain because they're animals doesn't mean that they're the same. Both movies are great. Zootopia, in my opinion, is a better movie, but it's also, like, in my, it, it's a fun, but Zootopia is, like, you know, a top-of-the-line animated movie of the past, like, two years, two, two years, two decades, probably, you know? It's a little different versus Sing, which was just a really solid movie that gets hate for no reason, and I don't know why, and it's nice to hear somebody else actually, uh, yeah. Sing 2 is also good. I didn't get a chance to see it. I wasn't as excited for it because they gave the whole plot away in the trailer with the yeah, lion. They, I was they a little really bit upset do. about that because I was not that I was like watching Sing for the plot, but like, I don't know if I already know exactly what's going to happen when I go see it. I think it, it was like, on somewhere. So I watched like most of it, but I wasn't like sitting down to watch it. But like the parts I saw, like they they were good. And like they obviously crushed this music and stuff because they have like good singer, like notable singers in there, like for the cast. Oh, yeah. Um, so Sam Smith was in there too, or Sam was it Sam Smith? I don't remember. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Guardians was good. If you had to give it a score out of ten, uh, what are you feeling? Uh, I'm like seven and a half, but I don't know where you're at. Yeah, I'd say like seven and a half, eight, but not comparable to no, like obviously not. Just like as its own thing, like yeah. eight, just like for fun. Yeah. You know, it was a little cheesy, like kind of short, like you said. But no, I feel like yeah, like seven and a half, eight is good. Okay, all right. So we're in agreement on that then. Um, and then basically, just a quick note, I guess, on Callisto Protocol. I mean, we talked about this in the past. The game officially releases Friday. Obviously, I know it's one that both you and I were excited about, um, as well as a lot of other people. And, uh, the review embargo is still going on, so we don't really know much. I think one leaked that gave it a 5 out of 5, which is good. And I obviously, I do think the game's going to be good, but you always have to be a little cautious with the embargo. Like, sometimes if they do have a review embargo, it can mean that a game isn't as good because, you know, they don't want all that getting out there. Um, so I'm not going to buy it day one. I'm going to wait just to see, make sure it's actually good and not, like, terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, are you planning on getting that day one purchase, or are you going to wait a little bit just to make sure? Yeah, not day one. i got to finish um, up God of War and doing, all, like, the stuff I haven't done yet. Um, and I'm probably starting Persona soon on That's my true. Switch just for, like, when I'm traveling and just, like, when I have time not sitting in my office. Um but I you know, yeah, depending on, like that, it's not absolute dog shit. I definitely want to play it just because I love Dead Space. So getting like a new, fresh take on something similar will be a good time. Yeah, Isaac talked a lot about Dead Space, that it's one of his favorite games, and I'm really excited for the remake. I was going to just start the old one, but at this point, with the remake coming out in January, I don't. It just well doesn't wait. really feel like it's worth it, you know. Um, so I'm excited. It does look really fun, Callisto Protocol, and as long as the reviews are good, I do think you'll see that that a lot of people will like it. Um, Obviously, it's an interesting approach. Typically, in the past, when games have had a review embargo, they've been less than stellar. And we saw it with Assassin's Creed, the one that came out, you know. Um, games have review embargoes. But I wish they didn't, you know, but I get it. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, at some point, you really get to have to put part of that on the consumer, right? Like, if you go out by the game blindly without at least waiting to see a little something about it, then the, you, you either... Most of the time, the reviews come out before the game, but... We yeah. are getting kind of close. Right, I think the reviews are actually, the review embargo actually ends tomorrow night or something, and then, I mean, so... Oh, okay, so yeah, there's time. Something like that. My point is, if you're, if, if you're, you know, you want, if you, at some point, if you know that there's no reviews out yet, and you're not dead sure how you feel about the game, just wait until you get a chance to see a couple reviews so you at least have a sense of what you're buying. If you just rush out and buy it blindly, and then you're like, man, this sucks, you know, I don't know, wait a day. Like, at some point, you gotta kind of put that on yourself. I think it's better for the gaming community as a whole when things can be reviewed a little bit in advance, but we have also seen games like God of War that came out, and then people went back and, like, review-bombed Elden Ring because they were upset that God of War wasn't getting the same thing. So I guess there may be some concern about, like, petty fans on the internet that just want to troll if a new game comes out and they like bomb it early and give it like bad reviews and then it performs poorly we see it happen with movies and stuff too so there's arguments to be made i guess on both sides but overall i'd be really surprised if that game wasn't universally considered to be pretty good across the board i mean it looks good everything that we've heard and seen um definitely seems intriguing so we'll have thoughts on callisto protocol at some point once we both had a chance to dive into it because i do think that's one that i'm going to be leaning towards getting sooner rather than later um but it may be later in the month or of december or you know towards the end of the month before i really get a chance to dive in on that so and uh yeah you'll have to keep us updated on persona because i obviously i it's one of my it's probably my favorite game of all time and uh i want to know your thoughts on certain things mm-hmm. as you go along 
but like don't skip cutscenes. I know they're, they're like oh, cutscenes are cutscenes are so cutscenes are some of the best part of the game, obviously. But like the music is fantastic, the battle mm -hmm. scenes. I mean, there's so much to like about that game. I honestly wish that if I could have one gaming related wish, it's that I wish I could go back and play that game and experience it for the first time again. Like like Exciting. it's just kind of like and i hope you like it i have this worry that i'm like you're just not gonna like it it's not gonna be your thing but like i everything that i know about you it, it i'd be surprised if like you didn't thing. like it like i'm not gonna lie to you and say the first couple of hours aren't a little slow to get into like it starts out this i'm not giving you any spoilers but it starts out really hot it's like in terms of like exciting like they put you right in the action it starts out and then it flashes back and you go in and you play you know from the beginning you know what i mean like one of those type of flashback things and it'll all make yeah. sense when you get there but it it's a little slow at first because it's an rpg and there are elements of like conversation and stuff but once you get past like the two three hour mark it's like it goes at a pretty solid pace and you can do a lot of stuff you can skip stuff you can kind of play at your own leisure but the story is fantastic the characters are great and it's just it's a it's a phenomenal game it is a fantastic game so it's probably going to become half your personality after you start playing it honestly so it will i'm just i'm, I'm aware <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be wearing a morgana t-shirt sooner rather than later no there's no way morgana is awesome i have a makoto morgana gives scroll. me minetta vibes so no absolutely not Minetta's weird and pervy morgana's cool well he's not cool we'll, see. Least, we'll, we'll see. see what happens he's uh he's he's all right uh you did get royal right not yeah not, okay because Royal has additional characters and stuff that are just really cool and, and it's just a better experience. So, Yep. Callisto Protocol. All right. That brings us to the end. A little short today, but that was kind of the goal. So, uh, I mean, what's on the horizon for you this week? You're, you're going on vacation, right? I am. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Disney World. I love that place. I'm not, I'm not like a full Disney adult, but if I could spend all my time there, I would. So maybe I am a Disney adult. I don't know. <laughs> I would but leave. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. You know, I just, I appreciate, I like what I like and I like going there. I went a lot, um, growing up. My grandparents actually like lived down there. Like they had like, uh, they actually lived in like, um, Disney has like a campground down there. So they have their motorhome down there. So I was there a lot. So it's not like I just have a random reason to like disney like i grew up going there like more times than probably not the average person but i've, I've definitely went a bunch <laughs> um you don't but need yeah, to defend my... that. you do not need to defend that to me i've only been twice i was 22 and 23 when i went and i had Magic. a fucking blast it does not matter how old you are or what you do not you go and you no listen real disney adults are cringy i'm sorry like i'm talking yeah. like people who like make disney their entire personality and have no sense of anything otherwise but it is. It does not matter how old you are. It is fun. I am extremely. It's a jealous. magical place. It's yeah. just fun, and Disney is so much better at night than it is during the day. I will go. I will mm. die on this hill. Like riding on all the rides when things are lit up and you can see the fireworks, and hopefully you get to see the Star Wars fireworks show if they're doing it. I know they do it sometimes. I don't know when. Yeah. Um, but they have like. Yeah, I'm only, go only going for a few days. My friend yeah. and I went last summer for like a full trip, all the parks, everything, and it got cut short by a medical emergency. So we're going back this year and doing the two parks she missed and universe and a day at Universal because that's like the exact stuff she missed last year um, to reclaim her. So we have good memories now instead of bad ones. <laughs> so we're both very excited. It'll be a good time. I'm excited to not be in like freezing cold weather um, and get to go and drink some blue milk again. So I'll definitely be posting pictures because I love Galaxy's Edge so much. Um, but yeah, I'll be hopefully starting Persona. If I have, I don't think we're, I'm not sitting next to my friends because it's just how it ended up. We just kind of all got moved around because they make you pay pick seats. So I'll be probably starting Persona on the plane and any downtime we have at the airport and stuff. So I'll have that to talk about when I'm back. But uh, like I said, hopefully we can figure out a time, probably hopefully Tuesday or something to do the show before Game Awards so we can do some prediction stuff. But yeah yeah fun. that's and we'll, about it for me so we'll let you guys know to what the dates are if you're not following us on socials just go ahead and give us a follow i try to post the updates as soon as we have them um and i might go live next thursday night with while the game awards are on if anyone's around wants to hang out we could just react and talk and have a well you know low-key kind of stream um i don't know but we, it just could be a fun thing to do so we'll, we'll see what's going on with that um hell i wonder if i could even i wonder if i could I don't know if I'm able to stream the Game Awards on the channel if I'm also on the channel and reacting to it. I don't know what the specifics are with that, so could be worth looking into it. Um, but I hope you have a blast. I'm super jealous, but I feel like you've been working a lot too, so definitely like nice to get a chance to like get away from everything. 
Um, so Disney fun. as a vacation is not a vacation. Don't let anyone fool you. You're like getting up at the ass crack of dawn and going to bed at like fucking past midnight. Like there's no relaxation. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it is all a blast. And it's well the way the way I do Disney. Oh, okay, okay. If you're right. going all the way there, like I want to make sure I got on everything and do everything, you know. So it's just very long days. That's what my boyfriend jokes is that it was not a vacation either <laughs> time. I've dragged him there, and he doesn't. He never wants to go back, which I understand, you know. But <laughs> no, I don't. I want to go. I, I, yeah. Sam, Sam's never been, so I'd really like to take her. Ah, uh, yeah, you have to. You gotta. And it's just it's so when I went, we went for seven days. So. We had all the parks, but we also had built-in vacation days from our vacation. So there were two days we didn't go to parks, and we used those to, like, nice. hang out and drink and, like, just could kind of explore a little bit. So we played beer pong. We had, like, really nice stuff. So, and then some of the days we actually went to the park in the morning, left for a few hours, and then came back at night because we had the hopper passes. So you nice. go to the park at, like, in the morning, you get, like, three or four hours, and you go do some other That's stuff, and you, you come back it. at night. The, the, I don't know if I could do you know, 8 a.m. at the park the whole day until midnight. I I mean, I don't know that I could do that because it's just like, that's a lot of walking and I'm a lot of man. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, it, it honestly is really fun. And I it's, I hope you have a good time. Universal's awesome. Have you been to Universal before? I have, yeah. Okay, so, so you, you've been the on the Rip, coaster. Yeah. The, rip, the Rip Rocket? Yeah, that the one. The roller coaster but... where you can't have anything in your pockets because you go straight up the whole way or whatever as you're like basically out one of the most fun fucking roller coasters, dude. Oh. Indeed. I, I miss it. But so yeah, much. no, I'm excited for that one just because Hagrid's motorbike, whatever it's called, if you haven't been on that, like one of the best rides I've ever been on. It's very cool. The The cart is a actual, like it's a motorcycle. So like you're sitting upright with the lap bar and then you can have someone in your like passenger seat. Yeah. And it's like a full roller coaster. Like I don't know if you go completely upside down, but you at least get like pretty inverted and like to f- be on a roller coaster like sitting on a motorcycle is just huh. really cool. And then yeah, the Velocicoaster is their newest um roller coaster and that is honestly probably the best roller coaster I've been on. It's like very very smooth. Really? Yeah. I've well, never... besides King Ka, King Ka for thrill. Is that the New but, Jersey yeah. Six Flags one? Yeah, it's like the one that's over in two seconds. You just fucking go straight up to the fucking moon and, like, come right back down. <laughs> yeah, never been on that one. I had a fear for the longest time of upside-down roller coasters because I was always just terrified I was going to fall out. And then when I went on one for the first time, it was at Universal. I went on the Hulk coaster. And I went upside down and it goes so fast. And I was like, all right, this what is fine. What a roller like, coaster to, to fucking yeah. get yourself. <laughs> well, when I was younger, like, I might have told this story before quickly. I, I, I was scared of roller coasters in general. But this was when I was, like, eight my dad was like, if you go on the roller coaster, it was that uh, it was at the old um, Canopy Lake, I think, in New Hampshire, and it was like a wooden, wooden roller coaster, like the Comet, you know, the wooden right. ones where it's like very fun, but your whole body hurts afterwards because you just went through like a misery-filled, like yeah. And he was like, I'll buy you an ice cream if you go on it, and I was like, bet I'll go on. So I went on, and I was terrified, but I wanted ice cream, and. I went on and it was so fun. I think we went on like five more times in a row because at the end of the night, like there weren't a lot of people at the park. So we just kept getting back on. So I love roller coasters. I will go on Mm. pretty much anything. Although I have made the mistake of closing my eyes before a drop on a roller coaster a few times. And you get so like, never do it, never do it. Cause you literally, if you close your eyes right before the drop, you'll get, you get, it's bad. But hopefully you guys have fun. Hopefully you get to do like Soarin' and see like I don't know. You said you're going to Magic Kingdom. Is it? Yeah, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood, and Epcot. But okay. Epcot's exciting because Guardians Coaster. Is that that so, must be new. That wasn't there when I went. In. Yeah, it's like just opened a few months ago, and it's like the Galaxy or Guardians Cosmic Rewind, and there's like six or seven songs that you could get. So it's random. So I've seen. Obviously, you can only get on it once because they do the stupid virtual queue. Oh. But um, yeah, I hope I get a good song. <laughs> Because yeah. Guardians obviously known for their music, so it's it's a good soundtrack. If you look up the songs, you're like, all right. So I hope I get a good one. Get stuck on a feeling, maybe. Whoa, <laughs> be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Space Mountain is awesome. I mean, there's so many rides at those things. I love the Phantasma show with the firework, with the water fireworks mm. and stuff. So hopefully you guys have fun. I am super jealous because I've always wanted to go during the Christmas season and just kind of see everything. I've all never been. Out. Me neither. That's my goal is to go. I would love to just be able to like do that, experience that at some point. Well, um, with the CEOs changing, prices may be dropping a little bit, so plan it for next Christmas. You know what it is? It's the tickets, the plane tickets. We were going to go to Disney in November of this year with some friends, and the tickets, and this was back in July when we were going to buy the tickets. I had vacation booked and everything already. It was like $500 round trip for Florida. That's crazy. Like, I can't. It is crazy. That's almost a flight to California. Like, I'm not spending that kind of money for that. You know what I mean? Like, 
I just, I can't, but I can talk about Disney forever and I know you got shit to do, so I'm not going to wrap this up any longer, but if you guys have any thoughts on Disney and or recommendations for Nicole, feel free to tweet at us. I put out the socials earlier. Um, We'll be back next week with a show probably primarily focused around the Game Awards, so I'm going to take some time to catch up on the stuff I'm not familiar with with the Game Awards between now and then to make sure I'm actually prepared for the discussion. Um, Trav said, here I was excited for the drinks and checking out Japan. I will say... Last thing on Disney right now, drinking around the world is fucking awesome. Like those, those, yeah. uh, the German thing with the German bakeries and the drinks, and then they do the World Illusions fireworks show. I'm, I'm so the- excited to like eat around the world too. Like everything is just so, so fun and so good. See, I knew we would love Disney because gimmicks. It's all gimmicks. Uh, it, it is gimmicks, but I do not care. It is just the yeah. most. <laughs> I honestly have never, Disney's the only place I've ever gone other than Vegas, but I will tell you, Vegas is a whole fucking different thing. It's honestly, I don't believe it's on the same planet that we live on. It feels like it's in a self contained, like, mini world of some kind because it's just very much wild and no one sleeps and there's like naked stripper grandmas and stuff it's just the whole thing um there's like a man in deadpool costume with a sign that says kick me in the balls for five bucks like i don't know you just vegas is a place you should go to but disney does feel like self-contained in a way that it honestly it's the closest thing to feeling like quote-unquote magic that you can feel because when you're there everyone that's there is there because they they are like passionate about something there and it's fun and it's cool and it's just a nice thing to do and it sucks that it's expensive but obviously like there's a lot and make sure when you're in japan you check out the shops because they have like a bunch of anime figures and statues and stuff on the epcot part of japan so you could find your uh my hero statues or something like that um but yeah anyway uh that's probably gonna do it for us guys um hope everybody had a wonderful thanksgiving we head into december the best month of the year uh with the christmas season roaring we don't know exactly what our shows are going to be like but we will obviously be doing a holiday themed show and something with christmas movies gift exchange live and stuff i'm really excited for what i got for nicole so i'm kind of looking forward to that later down the line thanks everybody followed subbed to checked out the show tonight we'll be live uh next week and i will put up some details then but until then I'll catch you guys later. Peace.